Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of Bipolar Beautiful, a guide to young adult life with mental illness. Um, I want to take this first podcast to share my story with you guys so that you have some background to my life before I really get into the topics that I plan to cover in this podcast. So while I was growing up, I was super active. I was involved in a lot of sports, and I had a good relationship with my parents. I have a little sister who's four years younger than I am, and uh, we got along very well, and I had very good grades going up. Uh, I definitely had some focus issues going through the years. I actually, actually recently looked back on some of my report cards and found that a lot of my teachers wrote things like, good student has trouble focusing. And I'm not sure why for eight years teachers wrote that kind of stuff in my report card and nobody thought to put together that maybe I had some attention issues, but that's okay, you know, it's all a work in progress. So basically, uh, like kindergarten through eighth grade, I was definitely struggling with some anxiety and some attention disorder issues. But it was never really addressed because I went to a very small middle school, so there were 11 kids in my class, so we got very one-on-one time, and it was very structured, so I didn't actually have a lot of time or opportunity to even really go off of the beaten path. So when I got to high school, it was a big transition for me, and transitions is actually something that I'm going to make an episode about eventually because I think it's very hard for people who do struggle with mental illnesses to go through a big transition. So I am going to get there and I am going to talk about that topic more. Uh, When I got to high school, it was sort of a crash and burn situation, but there were a lot of surrounding circumstances. I went from my very small middle school that I already talked about to a high school, a public high school with uh, over 500 kids in my class. So I didn't know a soul, and it was very, very hard for me to adjust. Um, The first couple weeks of my freshman year, my grandma, who I was incredibly close with, also uh, was sick with cancer, and she lived across the country, so my mom was spending a lot of her time out there, and I was home with my dad trying to adjust to all of this, and it was very, very difficult. Uh, By the end of my freshman year, my parents had basically caught on to the fact that I had some depression and anxiety and things going on, and they put me in therapy. And uh, so I went to therapy for all of my sophomore year of high school, and I really, really appreciated my therapists. They were very good. They really listened to what I had to say. And I remember one day I was explaining to my therapist, I was like, I don't know if this is normal, but basically I'm very anxious one week and then the next week I know that I'm going to be depressed and it just goes like that. And sometimes I have periods where it doesn't go up or down, but for the most part, I know that it cycles like that. And she stopped me and she looked at me and she said, if it's cyclical, then we need to tuck the idea of bipolar disorder in in our back pockets. And that scared me because bipolar sounds scary. People use it in a very negative context. You might describe somebody 
being bipolar just because they're a little bit moody, which is not what bipolar disorder actually is. Um, so by the end of my sophomore year, I had been through a couple of different therapists and they had determined that it was going to take more than just therapy to help me to keep getting better. So they recommended a psychiatrist for me. So the summer before my junior year of high school, I was working with a psychiatrist and I remember the first day I went in, it was not thorough. I sat in a chair for like 15 minutes and she asked me about everything and she basically just uh, decided that I was depressed. So she put me on Lexapro, which if you don't know is just an antidepressant and it didn't really do much for me. It made me kind of tired all the time, but it didn't really have a negative or positive effect. It just definitely was not the right medication for me. So then after that, uh, they changed me to Prozac. And at this point, it was the beginning of my junior year of high school. And so starting a new medication right when school starts is already not a great idea simply because it takes a toll on your body because you don't know how you're going to react to it. And even if you react really well to it, it changes a little bit about, it changes a little bit how you think and how you feel. Even if it's a positive thing, it's just different. So in a transition time, isn't really the best time to start a new medication. And once again, that's another episode that I'm going to do. I'm going to have a whole episode on medication because it's a really big topic and it's really scary sometimes and I know that and I don't mean to scare you with the story that I'm telling you but I think you need to understand it. So I was on Prozac and it got to the point where it was not helping and the way Prozac works is you have to taper up. So you start at a very small dosage and then you work your way up. So by the time you're at that final dosage that they want you to be at you have a lot of medication in your system already. So you can't just stop it right away because first of all, that's not healthy because you have to taper back down. And it's very, very difficult to have all that medication in your system if it's not working for you and your mental problems. So um, this is my junior year. I was really already struggling a little bit. My grades were not great throughout high school because I had a lot of mental issues going on and I had, you know, I missed school because of anxiety and my mom was very, very supportive of me and she understood a lot of the time when I did need a mental health day. So I did have to take them sometimes. Well, uh, in that October of that year, I got to the point where I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't go to school for like 10 days and my teachers were emailing me, making sure I was okay, but I didn't want to tell them what was going on because I was embarrassed and quite honestly, I didn't understand what was going on. I just knew that I could not get out of bed. I could not get out of bed. I could not go to school. I could hardly shower. My mom had to basically force feed me breakfast every day. Um, there was one day where I was planning on going to school the next day and then um, I was home alone for about 20 minutes, and one of my friends started texting me saying that she was very frustrated with me because I was not going to school, and she told me that um, the reason that the drugs were not working for me 
was because um, it's like being a drug addict and all of these things that didn't really make a lot of sense. But I was sitting at the top of the stairs in our house just crying, just curled up in a ball, crying and shaking. And my mom came home and found me there. And that was when we knew that we had to make a change. We should have known earlier, but it's very difficult to know when you're supposed to make a change because you don't know if you need to wait it out longer or if you should stop taking it or if you should taper back down or maybe you just need to go back to a lower dosage. So, you know, if you don't know what to do, which how are you supposed to, then it can be very hard to make that call. So um, we knew that my psychiatrist was not going to do the job because she didn't spend a lot of time trying to figure out what was wrong. And so it was very um, obvious that we needed to find a new doctor for me. So we found a new doctor and obviously we stopped the Prozac and um, he went through a very long process of evaluating me. He had me get letters from my parents and my teachers where they had to fill out all of these things about me and my behavior and how I act in class and at home, etc. So um, I'm going to do another episode on dealing with teachers and also with dealing with friends. But basically this psychiatrist was wonderful. Um, He ended up diagnosing me with type 2 bipolar disorder, which means that I do have bipolar disorder, but it doesn't um, cycle as slowly as other ones, so it has rapid cycling, which means that I might spend three days being depressed and then three days being manic, and um, I'll get more into how I react in manic or depressive states, but um, I'm not going to go into all of that today because I know this is already a long story. Um, So he ended up putting me on an antidepressant and mood stabilizers, which is very common treatment for bipolar disorder. Um, A lot of people can eventually go off of the antidepressants. I am not one of those people, and that's okay, because right off the bat, these medications worked wonderfully for me. I was one of the lucky ones that did not take nearly as long as most people with bipolar disorder do to get a diagnosis and something that's working for me. I also got a new therapist at this time and worked very closely with her. They monitored my weight, they monitored my school attendance, my grades, everything, and things were black and white. They were night and day. I was a new student. I was also eventually put on Adderall. He didn't want to put me on all of that at once, but I was eventually put on Adderall because I do have ADHD and I'm going to make separate episodes about that as well because dealing with ADHD is more than just not being able to focus on your schoolwork. It affects a lot of things in your life. Um, So from then on, after I had that diagnosis and that medication working for me, I was so much better. I got through my junior year, and then by senior year, I was doing wonderfully. I got almost straight A's my senior year. I got into the school that I wanted to, which was the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, 
and I do attend there now. I'm seven and a half hours from home, which is something that a couple of years ago I never thought I'd be able to do. I never thought I was going to be able to go to college or at least go away to college. I thought I would have to live at home for a long time because uh, there was a time where I just couldn't take care of myself. So to be here is really a blessing for me. Um, I still sometimes am in disbelief at the amount of recovery that I've had. Um, So basically, I'll go into things about college search, and I'll talk about my boyfriend a little bit and what he's gone through. Might have him on the show at some point. And um, dealing with all of these things that come up when you're dealing with mental illness as a teenager or young adult, because it's less common than I wish it was. I wish we talked about it more, but we don't, and that's okay. That's what I'm trying to do. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and I will see you next time.